When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you can now hear every episode of Dr. Drew Podcast at podcastone.com. There's no place else you can get comedy, sports, entertainment, health, and advice, all the podcasts you really care about, like mine, the Dr. Drew Podcast, and a huge collection of other great shows, too. That's podcastone.com. Go to podcastone.com for the best podcast out there, like mine, Dr. Drew. That is podcastone, podcastone.com. PodcastOne.com presents the Ask Women Podcast, uh-huh. a place where two female comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Ask Women Podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. Uh, women, I am Kristen Carney, one of your hosts and um, female comedian. Of course, with me is Marty Kinneris, the best-selling author and relationship genius. Oh, I like that. <laughs> and, of course, Haley White, the comedic actress. And, I'm just uh, here. And host. You're the and, genius, too. And writer. And, of course, Mo, because I always forget Mo. So I did it this time. He remembered me. I had to look at him the whole to remember he was here, because he's such a quiet little mouse. Not not <laughs> that was really sweet that was really sweet. harsh horrible so, so marnie was talking about something about longevity and i need to know because i'm starting to get crow's feet near my eyes <laughs> and i'm sure this has nothing to do with that but it's starting to bother me no i'm not talking about how to live longer well okay so i have a, another recent obsession um it's ted talks on netflix i have a Obsessed. big problem with tv i really need to get out more but it's really interesting so there's this um this uh not sequence whatever it's a se- oh a series it's weird that like someone named ted could be like so interesting and offer so much i know right you would yeah. never think yeah. but yes it, it, he, ted is fantastic and he brings together a great group of individuals yeah, to talk well, from around it, the world what does Ted stand for? Yeah, it, I, I actually don't know. Explain what Ted know that, Talks yeah. is for our listeners. Well, here. it's basically a place where uh, they, I think, and I, I'm sorry, I don't know everything about it. I've just been a fan like Marnie, but um, they come, people come together with kind of the most, uh, this oh. is the worst explanation ever. It's technology, entertainment, yeah. and design. Damn it. Sorry, I'm, I didn't say that. I, did I screw <laughs> but, it up But for all you? In, inventions and basically like the forward thinkers of our time are coming together in one place to talk about what's going on. So they'll kind of unveil the new thing for you know, any type of invention from... Yeah, well, but now it's spread over into a lot of other areas, really primarily based in, in research and other people right. who are having an impact on the world and want to share their findings and research um, and really just their opinions overall. So there's a series on Netflix that is about uh, love and romance, which is like obviously right up my alley. So I have been watching it at night trying to fall asleep to it, but it's just keeping me up later. But it's making me really interested and my brain is going crazy at 11 o'clock at night. But there was this one TED Talk video um, and it's Helen Fisher and she gave a speech on why we love and why we cheat and I thought it was really interesting because she and I'm totally going to not do this woman justice um, but she was talking about uh, how there's three different types of love that exists and I actually forget the other two but I think one of them is, one of them is sex um, one of them is romance and one of them is something else but she hmm. she mainly highlighted that um, mystery this is the part that stuck out to me mystery creates dopamine 
in your brain. Whoa. So so mystery and what we've talked about before about curiosity, excitement, all of that so play creates the, dopamine. Play so, the game so, clue. So does orgasms. It does. Is it dopamine that it yeah, is? Oh, said, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a pleasure. Oh, actually, so Haley, you looked yeah. it up. So, what is the definition of dopamine? Well, I was interested dopamine? because I'd heard a lot about serotonin and also dopamine and was confused on what was the difference there. So, dopamine basically controls, it regulates mu- muscle movement, motivation, and the sensation of pleasure. And serotonin affects mood, impulsiveness, and social behaviors. So, that makes sense that For obviously sure. when you have more dopamine, you're more. But it's, it's a reward. When you don't it's have reward dopamine, based. You're right. dopamine, you feel like you're getting something. So when you're around somebody that ha- that creates mystery or curiosity or there's something exciting, similar, uh, bringing up The Bachelor again, but all of their dates probably produce dopamine, which is why they're all messed up on that show and falling in love instantly because they're constantly doing new things and exciting things. But so she tells this one story, which I think will be helpful for people listening. So if you're in uh, a new relationship, old relationship, you're trying to create attraction in somebody that you like. So she talks about um two of her students so one student is a guy one's a girl and you know he the guy was trying to use this new science that they learned about about you know increasing dopamine to create romantic attachment or romantic love and so what he did was this girl who in his class he really really liked her who didn't like him who didn't like him as well was not interested in him he decided to take her on this rickshaw ride so it's like bumpy and you're grabbing on to each other and like there's high risk involved and it's exciting and so he's like totally human slavery yeah, exactly, exactly. Shackles so that she, always raises my dopamine. <laughs> so he is like so excited to take her on this adventurous date in his mind, you know, or just adventure in general to raise her dopamine levels. And he, they get off of this rickshaw and she's like, oh, my God, she is totally going to pounce all over me now. And she says, oh, my God, how cute was that rickshaw driver? So she, so she, so basically the the traction wasn't stemmed uh, with him, but it was geared towards somebody else. So she became more attracted to, I'm telling this horribly, she tells it way better in the speech, Um, but there was an increase in attraction, but it happened to be towards And it was toward the guy who was causing the dopamine factor to go up, not for the dude who was experiencing the ride with her. It's the guy who was leading it all. Exactly. But I thought that that was interesting. It was interesting because then I, you know, I I, I woke my husband up after that and then the next morning too because my my brain couldn't stop thinking about this, about how, you know, I think that once you get into a long-term relationship, the increases in your dopamine levels... Kind go of, down. Go down. They do. You, you don't. Ex- you don't continuously experience um, mystery and curiosity. Marriage, you can. the dopamine killer. It, yeah, but you you can. But I think a lot of people for, forget to. And actually, um, there's this other talk that I was watching and they were talking about having kids mm-hmm. and they were saying that actually the dopamine levels go back up once you start having kids because again it's it's new mysterious curious uh, situations That's that you're inter- really? that, yeah that you're getting involved in that makes in. sense though so it's yeah <laughs> you know one one of the big problems she was talking about and it's a big problem in our, in our society is a lot of people who are on antidepressants yes. and how antidepressants kill your dopamine levels really and how scary of a thing that is because that's really going to inhibit you from feeling love and feeling the feelings of being in love and it will most likely negatively affect your relationships in your life yeah. well I and you're feeling you just it. you're feeling oh, kind I of numb you know it's like yeah i'm not feeling sad but you're not able to feel happy either yeah. and god i mean i'd much rather be able to feel the highs and lows for sure but. than having this neutral level where you're not really experiencing anything because then that's there's tough. there's no there's no attachment there or there's no connection right. there if you don't have that so i was thinking number one to talk about longevity and how this um this comes into play but then also talking about how 
the guys that are listening, if they are single, can use this science similar, you know, to the way that her student did to create attraction with women that they're interacting with. Well, question for you. So for this guy who took this woman on this date, initially there wasn't really attraction. He tried to make it happen and there still wasn't attraction. So they still have to have a little bit of interest to begin with. Mm-hmm. Right? For sure. Okay. Yeah. It, for instead sure. of taking her on a rickshaw ride where you have a captain that could be the hot guy. <laughs> Take her on a kayaking adventure or take her on like a doubles bike adventure or something where it's like two people are in it together and you are kind of leading the adventure instead of being on the ride, falling in love with the rickshaw guy. So that's actually a good idea. So so why I wanted to talk about in this week's chapter of the man's playbook is about how to use uh, dopamine triggers to create attraction either for the short term or for the long term. Yeah, dopamine triggers. I love how you say the man's playbook. <laughs> On this team, we fight for that itch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that itch. We claw with our fingernails for that itch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. The longest intro ever. I but know. I feel like I want to slap people after I hear that. That's what it's supposed yeah, to do, right? Like I it's get, supposed to build up your warrior. Moe gets pumped I up. I get so pumped up. When your I face. For those fingernails. Look at like, yeah. Your face. <laughs> You're going into beast mode when that was Seriously, happening. Seriously, is that what it looks like? I, get, I feel like yeah. hair is going to start coming out. Oh, it's sprouting out. Yeah. Testosterone is crazy. So, so yeah. So what we were, so for this week's chapter in the man's playbook, we're talking about dopamine and how to use that to get girls. Yeah, and, and this could them. be even in the beginning of your relationship or even after 10 years when you feel like yeah. you need that excitement. Yeah, you know, just take their drink and break off a little dopamine in that drink and <laughs> hand it to them. <laughs> so what Great are ways? Plan. Okay, so so we talked about, you know, guys who are going out on first dates with a girl, things that they can do. Maybe we can throw out some other options of like fun things that can create mystery or create curiosity. Yeah. Or can you can you do that on a date in a coffee shop? Can you can you still no. build? No, I okay. My best first date um, was this guy who took me. um, The guy you're not marrying. No, (laughs) but this guy took me to the San Gabriel Mountains. There's this thing called Monkey Canyon. Google it, and it basically is this like watering with these um kind of like these like lakes that are in between these mountains and you you literally climb down this mountain into these watering holes and you hike all the way through it and you have to swim and have to walk oh cool and it was by far one of the coolest things ever and there's like cliff diving and i'll never forget first date it was my first date and the guy you know was kind of weird but the date was so good that it kept me interested probably way longer than i would have been because it was such an adventure did you feel attached to him because of this or were Um, you just like this is kind of cool i want to keep doing more adventurous stuff Uh, a little bit of both probably the latter it's just kind of cool i want to be doing more adventurous stuff but it was so interesting i've never forgotten it and it was like this whole thing we got back to the car and he had food waiting for us and it was just so thoughtful I think it just created this like attachment a little bit like, wow, I want to be part of this adventure with him. For sure. And what helps for these guys taking the women out on a date is that they've experienced the adventure already before. They are a master. Right, so it's not scary. They are the leader. They are the master of this. The woman is scared and he is leading her through this obstacle and she will always feel safe and protected by him. That's That's like going to the restaurant where you go to all the time and they know you and you kind of own that space. Yeah, It's the same thing. 
It's about being comfortable and like letting her experience it for the first time. So yeah. instead of you know jumping off the cliff by yourself to show off to her, hey, watch me jump. You hold her hand and say, let's do this together. Yeah. I'm here to lead you through it. And you guys jump off the cliff together into the water. So what's what's like a more low-key version of this? Because yeah. like, not everybody has access to cliffs they can I, jump off I used of. to do this all the time, and it worked like a charm. Luckily, I lived in Marina Del Rey. I had two, I had two bikes, and I would be like, let's go on a bike riding adventure. Instead of taking the bike path, I would bike on the road, you know, to get to certain places. I'd be like, look, you follow me right now. We're going to be biking on the road. There's going to be cars driving by. You stick with me. You're going to be fine. So I'd lead her on this event. It kind of not dangerous, but like exciting adventure. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're wearing two helmets and she has zero. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I'm doing all these like really gay signals. When yeah, I'm turning. yeah. Like one pedal. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yeah, can you imagine? Mo? He's like, mm-hmm. but, but like, I, you know, I led her on this fun adventure to get to the beach. And then when, you know, after that excitement was done, then we'd be riding on the beach. It'd be a great time. I'd have a dinner place set up where we we're going to go, go in. People knew me there. I'd ride her back on the bike. It was the cheapest date. Yeah. And it I worked bike rides. 10 out of 10 times. I love that. I think it's fantastic. It's yeah. a bonding experience, yeah. too, rather than just meeting for coffee. And you're doing something that's kind of fun. Like I, not that I do this. And who rides bikes anymore? Nobody I know it's true. Does. Well, it's even an adventure alcoholics. Well, when I met, <laughs> yes, I do every day. <laughs> well, even when I met Jessica, who's been on this show before, um, I like to bond and meet people that I'm possibly going to work with in interesting situations rather than them coming over to my house. Cause I find like, or to my home office. Like I just find that it, you see a lot more in a person if you're doing an activity with them. So I said to her, why don't we go on a hike? on Saturday and we went hiking and it, it, it is it's like an it's like an instant connector or it's an instant like this is not working you see right away if there is a connection there and that did it did make me have more of a bond towards her yeah. to be yeah. honest and other people that I've worked with before or uh, a rock climbing gym but make sure you know how to be the leader <laughs> or else the instructor is but the thing be... is is like sometimes you don't even have to be the expert at it you can just be the guy Who's okay with not being? Yeah, yeah. He's okay with not looking cool all the time and being somewhat vulnerable. That's that vulnerable thing that people, kind of guys, ask. How do I be vulnerable? Yeah, like like fine. It's super sexy when a guy's like, "Oh, watch me scale this wall," and you're like, "Oh my god, you're amazing." Or it's like, or it's it's kind of obnoxious. Yeah, like like, you just came here to show off, and now I'm your audience. No, I start climbing the wall and look down, be like, "Grab my hand." Just take my hand. I got you. I got you. Jack, never let go. <laughs> Maybe that is true. Okay. So that, but that's good for, for dating and for, for guys. Like just even knowing that mystery not creates dopamine, but it yeah. releases dopamine. It's not even create. What is it? Is it? It's, it triggers, triggers dopamine. Yeah. Triggers, triggers dopamine. Mystery triggers dopamine. Okay. So don't like throw up your information on a woman or pounce on her by giving everything about you. Mystery. Keep some stuff to yourself. And that's more, yeah. It's beyond just that first date. It's also like we were talking about a lot of that banter. It's a lot of that just not showing all your cards at once. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and, and you, an, oh, sorry. Another thing was orgasms trigger dopamine as well. High levels. You of already dopamine. said that. No, but You're what creepy. I'm saying is for our men who are just trying to get their rocks off, yeah. nobody, if you really like this girl and you want to get her attached, you make sure you take care of her first and foremost. For sure. Well, and foreplay, I would think mystery too. Like, ooh, where's he going with this? Where's his tongue going? Where's his ooh, hand going? Like, well, and foreplay in foreign places. Exactly. Hey. But what were Sorry. you saying before? Shoot, it was about dopamine. Um, oh. Serotonin? No. No, I totally mm. forgot. I totally lost it. Okay. Anyway, Wait. sorry. But mm. damn it, I forgot. But I was going to talk about, you know, in longer term uh, relationships. Like, for, so, because I'm sure some people who are listening are in relationships or may have just broken up with somebody and maybe didn't understand 
why they've gone through that breakup and why that girl left them. And I will say, because her, her video was about why people cheat. And I actually don't think she really got to that point she of why people cheat. That, it, I was like, I want to hear this. I want to hear it too. That's I, the mystery. She's that is raising the mystery. Your oh, dopamine. damn it, my dopamine is so high since I've watched yeah. this. But, deep. but that that is honestly why people leave relationships and why people cheat. Because if if you're not consistently having your dopamine levels rising from your partner or the person that it, you've chosen to have in your life, and either you're getting it from elsewhere or from nowhere at all, you're, you're going to become bored with that individual. Like, and you're going to possibly feel unsexy or unwanted um and because that if the guy if the guy's not putting in the effort into you to raise your dopamine levels and, and you vice versa doing it back to him i think that 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 starts the downfall mm-hmm. of a lot of relationships yeah. i think it's tricky though because it's like you can't always be looking to them to like be my adventure but you know it's like you're tired as shit you had a long day i get that but i think it's all about finding things that you're into together like you know it's really cute actually my parents are like really into they, my mom was like never athletic but now she's like super into tennis and golf and it's it sounds really cheesy, but it's so cool because they're like really athletic together and that's their thing, you know, they're my able to do that. that. My mom's dopamine levels get raised because she's, it's such a mystery, like if my dad's going to pay the next bill, you know what I mean? <laughs> she's like, oh, he's so exciting. Love that man of mystery. Are the lights going to be on tomorrow? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just Am kidding. I going to eat tomorrow? <laughs> no, but, but you bring up an interesting point, Haley. It's like, is that his responsibility? Because it's funny because we always do as women, I know I expect my man to be above human. You know, yeah. I expect him to be able because he's a producer, right? He just had a massive shoot where honestly, his, he's an introvert too, so he needs to recharge on his own. But his brain was just on full throttle for about a month in a row, and he had a shoot before that too, so it has not taken a rest, and he is exhausted. But yet, I still want him to put effort into increasing. Do my dopamine levels but is that fair is that fair of course it is you're still in the relationship just because he's tired i get that you're able to understand that but i think that you're allowed to be able to be like hey i still want to go out and have a good time with you like that's different that's different it's balance and and we struggle with this in our lives all people do you really have to make that time uh because you know the, the best part about something new, a new relationship, is dopamine's already created because you don't know anything about that person, right? right? So, the, oh, are, are they going to call? Or are they going to call? All these non, all these factors that are X factors That's you don't true. know. But when you've been with someone for so long, you already know everything. Mm-hmm. So the only way to create it is to do some work. You know, is, is to, okay, I produce for a whole month. Well, now let me just take a week off or take three days off and disappear with my lady somewhere new, go on an adventure, have some hotel sex, maybe, you know, have her tickle my butthole, something different, you know, just to kind of spice it <laughs> Hotel sex to tickle my butthole. <laughs> but hotel <laughs> sex, by the way, is the best. best I think I've talked about hotel tonight. We should probably have them all sponsored. It's, wait, the best, it's the best if you're doing it, not if you're the neighbor next door. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You've been the neighbor, huh? Uh-huh. I've you probably know, been the person doing I, it. I, I'm sorry. I like to book my trips where Kristen is staying so I could be in the <laughs> hotel right next door and just fucking bang it out. He's totally okay with motel sixes, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> He's just there by himself, too, yeah. just trying to annoy you. He's just jumping on the bed. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, w- take this, Kristen. <laughs> but take her out for a night to a random hotel in your hometown. That's something everybody can do. I mean, I know. But is it something everybody can do? Because, like, okay. Well, it's like, let's, expensive, I guess. Right, it's expensive. So, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to get into the brain for women and for men of what we can expect from the other person. Like, what is the lowest grade level 
of what a guy can do when he's really exhausted and drained, but yeah. what he could do for a woman to, to raise that dopamine level and show to her that it's not boring, it's not dull, I'm still into you and you still excite me and I want to show you we can still be exciting. So, Are you a bath taker? I am a bath taker. I One time, oh, that's a good one. Dave had like a bath for me. It was really sweet. And like he had candles lit and it was it was pretty cool. I was like, oh, oh I like that. yeah. And he doesn't have to go anywhere. He just gets your bath set up. I don't well, know. Then he leaves. Yeah, like, no, that he totally leaves. Yeah, I like put my Zen music on. Oh, I love that. Well, one time I got some blankets and took my girl to the beach at night, and it was like you know a, a secluded beach at night. And then we had so a she little... didn't know she was going to be murdered, and it was well, such a mystery. Yeah, well, no, not that, but we had a little beach sex, and that was exciting. But so what? Ouch. So okay, so there's the excitement there, but what creates the mystery for people who are in long term relationships? Well, you're in a well, it's those exciting places that you have to go or those little exciting things that you do, like taking a bath or going to a secluded beach at night with a blanket. You know, these little things that just show you care. And do women have to do this for men, too? Fuck yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You know what I struggle with? Um, so it's like they always are planning stuff and paying for stuff. I'm like, well, like... I feel like I need to put my, I need to try harder too and like yeah. plan some things. Like I always have like events and stuff, but it's like, what are things like, what type of stuff Mo do you like that like she does for well, you? That's like, I, I, I don't know. I'll answer for Mo. Um, <laughs> I, I know recently um, I went uh, horseback riding and my boyfriend had never been wow. on a horse ever in his life. I cannot picture you on a horse. I'm great. I'm actually taking horseback riding No, lessons. you aren't. Can yep. I come with you? Yes, you should come. It's, I will totally. They do group lessons <gasps> and it's, um, it's a uh, English saddle. Oh, I know that. Yeah. It's adorable. So wait, did you plan this? Um, I, I mean, I, I somewhat planned it. We are going to go to Big Bear for the weekend. For those of you who aren't from Los Angeles, it's basically like the only place to go really somewhat close. That's not the only place, but yeah. it's a good, it's a really great like ski <laughs> getaway, getaway yeah. kind of place. So anyway, it was in the, in the summer months and he um, had never been on a horse. And I think for him, for he ra it raised his dopamine levels because I had been on a horse. I'm not a professional at all, but I kind of knew what I was doing. I yeah. knew how to, you know, I don't know, make the horse go and stop. Yeah, it was <laughs> impressive. Yeah, and he literally was in love with not not only the horse, but like me. It was a really great experience. I love that. And it's not that, it's not that expensive. Well, no, I'm, but, no, but, so what, but Mo, I want to hear from you. Like, What kind of things can women do that are equivalent to the things that we're requesting to help yeah, out with long-term relationships? I think every, every relationship is going to be different. Um, yeah. My girlfriend doesn't cook. It's just not her thing. But if I came home one time and there was like a dinner prepared and she was done up all nice and kind of remade this little, even though that's so simple, of just even if she bought the dinner from somewhere but prepared it nice, that would be like, oh my Men God. are so into that, huh? Like we're into, like men like to be taken care of like a woman, I mean from by a woman. And I, I know it's kind of sick, but almost like similar to the way their mom well, used yeah, to just of course. Like, take Domestic care of Domestic girls, it, it yeah. still is appealing. I, my husband loves when I cook. Oh, my God. And I think there's something so attractive about that when a woman's like, you know, I know you had a tough day, but I want to please you today. Mm -hmm. So whatever you want, I'm here for you. And that is really hot. And that's going to get us up and going. Really? So those, but it's interesting how they're different yeah. things. But, but it's got to be something that you don't do every, like, you know, if it's something you do, like me, I cook for my girl all the time, right? But I do it all the time. So right. it, it, when I say that to other women, yeah, I cook for my girl. They go, oh, my God, that's so sweet. I'm like, yeah, go tell my girl that I cook for her like every night. Right? Well, you know, that's why I don't cook. So when I do, he's like, whoa, exactly. look at this mac and cheese. 
I'm like, yeah, you're the so, best. So I love you so much. Little, or say like he's complaining, like, you know, sometimes I complain I don't have clothes or I didn't have clothes. You know, my girls just went out and like bought me clothes and it was just like sitting there waiting for me and I'm like, damn, that's yeah, so that's great. cool and hot. And something else you can do is know what you're good at and know what they've never done before and or are bad at. Yeah. yeah. And so you can teach them. I love that. I love kind of like discovering a new thing together that someone else shows you. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it, like if you know how to play the piano... Te- you know, like teach her how to play the piano or make her feel like she's a little bit into your world, but also she needs you to be there in that world because she doesn't know it at yeah. all. I, yeah. No, I think these are all really good points. I, I, I want to talk more about the cheating thing because I think that's a really good topic, but I want to yeah. have an expert on the show who like understands the science behind cheating. We, maybe we'll have Helen Fisher. She would be fantastic to talk about it since she never got to it to with her video. But uh, yeah, I think that was a, a good a good amount of information, but overall, what we want you to take away from this chapter in the man's playbook is about increasing a woman's dopamine levels, and you can do that through creating mystery, curiosity, doing different and exciting things that will make her a little bit scared and uh, feel strong feelings and horny. for you. And horny, yeah. exactly. And right after this, um, we have, who do we have on our show? We have Jonathan Daniel Brown coming on. He um, is uh, a writer for Vice magazine, oh, wow. and he's an actor Love as vice. well you've seen him in um, what was the name of the movie again project, project, x. X. project x project x as uh one of the dweeby guys so um everyone out there who doesn't feel like they're too cool for school you guys can really probably get some helpful information from him and he will be with us next segment oh my god i had something really depressing happen today I went to text you guys, and my phone it was not going through. And then I call, it's like, ding, ding, welcome to Verizon Wireless. And uh, I'm like, oh, shit. It's that moment you realize, oh, yeah, haven't paid my bill. Because it was $220. Yeah. So well, here's a problem. Uh, for one bill? For one bill. For one person. Guys, what this do is you a do on your cell phone? Honestly, Ryan. I don't know. And I think that's, I, I think being ignorant and not knowing how I'm spending my minutes is like a serious problem. And it's also putting me in debt. But what plan are you on? I that... thought I was on Unlimited, but apparently I'm not. Anyways, I, <gasps> I need that's a, a lot of I money. know. And it, so... could be, it could be like 220000 <laughs> Honestly, because you hear those stories of those like ridiculous phone bills. Yeah. Like there was... One, I don't know. There's been a, there's been a bunch, but they are fifty thousand dollars because some kid didn't know that they couldn't text fifty thousand times in one one. Well, month, that's the whole point. You know? That's so why they're like, oh, we'll get should you. Know. Right. It's sneaky, exactly. I'm just I'm over it. Know, but so, you're thirty, and you should know. However, there are you know, like you have a lot. You know, everyone's got a lot going on, and so if you don't know, and then you get a bill smacked in your face like that, it's dude. wrong. It's wrong on like every level, but. Um, the new service Ting. Yeah, who's is, one of our sponsors now? Our they're sponsors. fantastic. Yeah, they're I really. I just want to know how much I'm spending. Like, I, honestly, I just want to be able to see what it is in front of me, and like no, they have an I, app which is cool, so you can at least check it out. You know. Yeah, well, because it was when we had our sponsor call. I'm not sure if you were on the call, but they were explaining to us how everything works, and like. It's for people. It's for people just like you who don't know how much they're spending, and they they don't know how to track it. Like if they're close to going over their limit. With, with Ting, there's actually no limit whatsoever because you have your own. Um, it's like pay as you go. It's you pay yeah. as you use stuff. So 
you know what you're paying for. If you don't use texting, you don't get charged for texting. So I think it's pretty amazing. So honestly, you should even sign up for their services. I know. And you're like running up a crazy... That and is, contracts. Way... So, so trying to get out of your contract is such a pain with saying they don't even have contracts so you can just get out whenever you want. Right. Start whenever you want. Which is yeah. awesome. So if yeah. anybody who is listening, as I said, they're one of our sponsors, but we actually love what it is that they're doing for mobile users. I know. Go to... What is the... What's the link again? Askwomen.ting.com. Yeah. And if, and you go, if you do go to that link, um, you will get $25 um, toward either a phone or toward your service fees. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so you can what? buy phones on the site? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So wait, let's say the link again. Askwomen.ting.com. Or, oh, wonderful. Yeah, that's did it. I get that right, Mom? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. Yeah. Fabulous. It's really convenient. I mean, my dad uses another pay-as-you-go kind of phone because my dad is not tech like he doesn't care he's not texting like i'll send him a text and like he'll call me back like, right you know he doesn't Same he dad. doesn't use oh, text. i love that it's adorable days yeah but i'm like dad you could just send the text i'm, I'm not i'm not calling i didn't call on purpose you know like <laughs> just send me a text back but um it's so it's it's great again for those reasons because if he was on like the family plan like my mom you know whatever he would be wasting so much money. Yeah, tons. for sure. Like, and right. then, because he doesn't use anything except he calls. For know? sure. So yeah. askwomen.ting.com. You get $25 towards your first bill or towards a phone. Yeah. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast. Um, we are here with Jonathan Daniel Brown, a wonderful actor and... Um, Writer, I guess. I don't know if you actually. Do you yeah. say like writer too? Yeah, do I do. I, I write. Yeah. For realsies. Yeah. yeah. What are you writing about? Uh, well, I'm working on a few things I can't really talk about yet. But in the meantime, I've started. Get off our show if you can't talk about it. Then <laughs> top secret. Just kidding. But uh, <laughs> yeah, in, in the in the meantime, I, I started contributing to Vice and um, oh, just awesome. working on a few other things and. Acting's fun as well. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Jonathan, I, I know Jonathan from um, like a few years ago when doing stand up, and uh-huh. Jonathan would be kind of hanging around. And I, were you ever were you doing stand up yeah, at the time? I was, yeah, I was. I was. I was doing stand up at the time, and I, I often, lately at least, I've been thinking about trying it again. I'm yeah. Not, don't. It's not worth it. If you're no. already like doing movies and shit, there's r- literally no. I've reason. done a f- couple movies, a few <laughs> movies. It doesn't like mean doing movies isn't doesn't always. It, Doing movies sounds way cooler than doing movies. Oh, of movies. course. I'm just doing movies. Okay, hold on. Let's talk about Project X for a second because <laughs> okay. I remember yeah. that when I first watched the trailer for that, I got a boner. And like a it was you, Jonathan. And it's kinky. It, like, it made me. He know, always gets boners, so don't worry about it. Anybody sits in that chair. <laughs> yeah, turns yeah, it's weird. Every time I have a guest on, though, it gets a boner. It's a new well, mystery. Just, it made me. Dopamine. Like, it falsely sold me on this imaginary dream of what I dreamt a high school party should always be or. or, or was just the one I never got to, but always wanted to go yeah, to. Yeah, totally you know? was. Yeah, I felt like I mean, it delivered. I mostly, I mostly, uh, I mostly read comic books alone in high yeah. school. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, here's the thing: the preview made you know it. It, it kind of delivered, but it was like, oh it, yeah, it was not like that could never really happen in real life. So, like for me, like it gave me. This but there's false the part in your that brain it that could. it could. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. I felt like, the same way false, actually. I was like, there's this false hope that this could really happen, <laughs> and these young boobies, and it's so cool. You know, it. it uh, uh, I, I'm very grateful for Project X. I mean, it opened a lot of doors. A lot of people really seem to dig it. 
a lot of people uh, to this day think it's real, which is a little confusing yeah. because, I mean, I've made a – I mean, I guess – I've been in other stuff since then. But the way they shot it, though, had that. It, it did feel like great. Yeah, like you're kind of walking this party. Were you guys doing like Was it one big party? Were you hitting on these I mean, girls? We, it, there were like 25 days of, of night shoots, and so it was pretty, yeah, it was like a month and a half straight of, you know, 7 we a.m. To, like, to 7 a.m., and uh, it was pretty uh, pretty exhausting. intense stuff. Yeah. Yeah, did you, know, really did you meet a lot of women there? I mean, yeah, I guess so. I mean, uh, there were you, there's wherever there's people. Yeah, were there people yeah. hooking up? Because you know, you, oh, you, definitely, you party oh, with sure. someone for a Def- month. Definitely, know? I mean, not a showmance. Well, a lot of the, uh, you know, there were three hundred extras, so they were always. And they're know, all over the talent, right? Uh, I mean, not us specifically, but just everybody in general was kind of all over everybody. Really? Because that was encouraged, like while you were shooting, like just I mean, to do that. I don't that? think it was encouraged. I think it was just <laughs> like inevitable. You had better hook up. Yeah, yeah wow. the, a ton of young people together. Why wouldn't you? Right, and you know. Especially extras are so desperate, am I right? Am I right? <laughs> I mean... Everybody's desperate. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, I wanted to talk about one of the articles that you wrote for Vice. Kristen had sent it out to us. It was about, um, you know, why women have rejected you in the past. You, you Actually, I would love to hear you explain sure. okay. so, what uh, it is. I came up with the idea like a couple months ago, and I thought it would be like a fun idea for a web series where like... Uh, I would basically film interviews with girls I had asked out who said no, but then I realized that that kind of, like, there would be comedy and the awkwardness of it, but it would also get away from the actual point of what I was trying to do. Right. So, um... When what were you trying to do? Well, I just actually, like, sort of get into the mind of... of nobody nobody ever... It's not socially acceptable to, to obviously bother somebody about why they harassed you. I mean, obviously... Or why they, you know, said, no. they said no. Yeah, or why they said no. I mean, you know, women don't owe men shit for that. You know, they don't owe an explanation. So when I, you know, put out, you know, a couple... You know, I probably sent out, like, ten messages to, to various people I had asked out, and five got back, and all of them were in <laughs> some facet of entertainment, which makes <laughs> sense. Because uh, all of, like, what did all, you ask all the normal ones were like, fuck no, don't put my picture on a website. <laughs> right. What were you asking them specifically? Um, well, I think like it's crazy. Uh, each interview was about an hour. I had five. Uh, four ended up making the cut. One, the fifth one was really funny also, but it was just that the sound wasn't good, so it was tough to transcribe. And, <laughs> and we had already had so much content as it was that, I mean, I had to take basically 50 pages and turn it into like with my editor, like three or four yeah I so mean, what did you find what were they saying um well uh <clears throat> a, a, a big thing about the article that i noticed like when reading it all together at once was uh the basically insecurities universal people are just humans uh i think w- one thing i've always done wrong is i've looked at women kind of like these aliens i want to have sex with you know right like these mm-hmm. these like mutant creatures that speak a different language and yeah. it's like I say unicorns with breasts. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I call them. I mean, yeah. Have you seen a vagina? It's not from this planet. I don't know, man. Dicks are weird too. <laughs> yeah, they're all kind of weird. Thank, thank you. Men. No, but it's true. You. But that's an interesting point. You said you looked at them like they're aliens from well, another, I'd another, say like yeah. a pedestal kind of like you. Well, just... but more than like a pedestal, almost like just. Foreign. Foreign. Yeah, like the, the alien, distant, the unknown. The, the idea that like, like oh shit, you just talk to them like they're people, like human <laughs> beings with thoughts and right. you know feelings, just like dudes. 
No shit. I mean, it, I mean, it seems it's groundbreaking, so obvious, but it is groundbreaking when but, you realize that. Yeah, but it definitely <laughs> is a eureka moment I had a couple years ago. I was like, oh, well, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. But where do you think you got this idea that they weren't humans? Like, where where do you think that came from? I just think kids growing up, basically, uh, guys and and uh, well, guys guys are like basically taught to be a certain way growing up when it comes to dating it's like encouraged to be either well a lot of people just say be yourself but i I don't think be yourself is a good idea because if you be yourself then you're not going to improve yourself you're just going to smell like shit (laughs) and you're going to play video games video games are a lot of fun so (laughs) i get it but uh yeah i try to try to get all my shit done first so what was the most surprising thing you heard and what was the most uh, like not surprising. Uh, well, well, these women uh, explain this to me. So you were. Hey, did I just ask a question? Well, no, yeah, but we're no. trying to understand like what I'm, exactly I'm the article's about first. Trying to understand the context. Like you, these women, did they know you were? Yeah, you, no, I wasn't. You hit on them, right? First. Yes. Well, okay. And they said uh, no. The four, and they said no, I, and then you sat mm-hmm. them down and asked, "Why did you say no to me?" Yes. Okay, so so they were at okay. various points in my lives. Uh, one girl was a girl I asked out in seventh grade. Uh, the other three were in the past four years oh wow so over a period of time yeah Hmm. and um one the most recent one i did the interview about a half an hour after she turned me down and uh like no open do you want to come back to my house and just do an interview (laughs) yeah actually are you free in the next hour (laughs) yeah Yeah, she just told she just told you she wasn't free and then you're like oh i'm doing an interview for vice she's like oh yeah no 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 no, 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 no. she she was she was it was different kinds of rejections too they weren't just girls i asked out they were just girls that turned me down in general like, one girl I was making out with, and she's like, no, we got to stop. Um, we should just be friends. And so that was that was the Mid one I make out? It happens. Totally. Totally happens. Yeah. Um, one was just, yeah, like some girl that I uh, hung out with in seventh grade and spent most of my time talking to on AOL Instant Messenger. We, we pretended to be ducks. What was your screen name? <laughs> um, let's see. I've had so many AOL Instant Messenger screen names. You're like, like I've had a lot of aliases. I really have. I've made, like, so many. Uh, and I, like, you know, I always tried to be edgy. And I was just, like, just had the shittiest screen names. Right. Um, oh, my God. I still have my old one. So I have, like, I have my last one from when I was 14. And that was Jew Conspiracies because I thought I was being, <laughs> like. You wanted to be edgy, but you were being funny. Yeah. Unintentionally. self <laughs> All right. So, so the most recent girl who was after she rejects you 30 minutes later, you interview her. Mm-hmm. How did that go down? Did you approach her? What was your approach? What did you say to her? I want to know what you're doing. I was driving it, her home. Okay, you're driving her home. So you knew her then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, and I took out uh, my phone and I said, hey, so I, I'm doing this piece where I'm you know, talking to girls I, uh, who have turned me down to figure out exactly what's wrong with me. And, uh, and that's kind of like a... That's an interesting way to phrase it. Well, it's, what's but I did wrong that on with purpose, me? though. I yeah. did that on purpose because in the end, what I was trying to get was I was trying to get um, the most brutal, honest answers as possible. And I think I did... I mean, to the point where I'm still friends with these people and they're not going to be like, you're fucking hideous or, you know, you need to lose 60 pounds or uh, uh, you're, you know, you're a midget. You need to do two more movies. You need or... to do two. Well, I don't think any of them are that shallow. That shallow. I think they're nice people. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think most people. I, I think most people are shallow to a degree. I think, but uh, I think that there's sort of this, like, uh, idea that for some reason dudes think that they can just like not take care of themselves at all and still like date the you know the the 10 
the Sports Illustrated model, whatever. And I think that's just because of Adam Sandler movies. Probably. <laughs> or because of being I in 10th grade. That worked in 10th grade. It doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd like to think my personality can take me, you know, so far. But, I mean, that's why, like, I go to the gym and shit. That's why I, I lost a sh- bunch of weight because I feel like I can't just coast on that. I can't just coast on how charming I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can with us. So, uh, yeah, so what can. did this woman say to you? So what – so because – when did you when did you ask her out, or when did you? This was like all throughout this through the past four years. Well, no, but the interviews happened over the past like two weeks. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, but no, because you said the the last woman was a half an hour after she had rejected you. So that, what yeah. was where was the rejection? Um, on my couch. Oh, so you tried to make out with her? No, we made out. So okay, so, so she's the one. one. So that's the one who said okay. Yeah, we should that just was be that was the latest one. Were um, you guys drunk? Did you go no. and kiss her? Like, how did this all go down? We just chilling out and uh, hey, let's make out. Pretty, okay. I think I probably said it out loud. I mean, sometimes you know, I say, "Hey, let's make out." Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I wish. So, I wish you could get away with that. It'd be yeah. so much easier if you could just because I just the worst at nonverbal communication. Like sometimes <laughs> I can't read what people are saying with their shoulders. Like <laughs> right. I want to like That's I, a I common wish I could dude use thing. language. Yeah, well, you know, we have no subtlety. We need to have that shit smashed over our head. That's why if I get a number from a girl and then she doesn't, you know, text back or call back, I feel like an asshole when really it's like it's not my fault, but you probably should have just said, hey, no thanks. But I also understand from their point of view too, like how weird it must feel to, like they don't want to hurt someone's feelings or I don't know, like they might think that guy could turn into a psycho or yeah, well we had yeah. we had my intern um she told me a story that one girl had given out her phone number to a guy and this is like people in their 20s mm-hmm. and then um oh wait did she they were, that, no, oh, no they she were, said no she said yeah. no and he punched her in the face jesus yeah yeah punched her, <laughs> punched her in the Full face blown, like, yeah. yeah punched her in the face that's crazy did he yeah. get arrested and everything i think that's yeah. what ended up after but she was in the hospital but basically he's saying you've been leading me on the entire night and you're not giving me your phone number and punched her in the face hey man that's why and i've said that from the beginning i got flipped I will, off i will always give out my number because it makes me nervous at how they'll react if i don't yeah but yeah. You consider getting google voice or something like that right right i know <laughs> yeah. no i have like well, send I, to this the podcast line but, you, <laughs> yeah. but wait you have a boyfriend don't you yeah but I, I mean i can't really use that on guys it makes me you can't uncomfortable. say you I can't, can't say i have a boyfriend i'm sorry well what happens is if like Haley, for example has said she just is good at having conversations with guys and she mm-hmm. doesn't even realize she's flirting Haley's talked the least though no she hasn't she's like good. <laughs> i'm chilling <laughs> but i'm when, an instagram video yo so mm-hmm. if i'm having a conversation with a guy because i'm just having a conversation and then all all of a sudden it real i it dawns on me that this guy Wants might more. be interested in me right then when i when he asked me for my number i'm scared that i already let him on and i didn't even realize i did so i don't want to throw in that i have a boyfriend there because i'm like oh shoot i should have then played it differently from the beginning mm-hmm. not that i was like flirting like a hoe bag but i think i just was talking and then all <laughs> yeah. of a sudden before you i know it i'm hog in... in your hands yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's no, like so... i'm just talking and suddenly he's throwing himself at me right <laughs> well, well what do you do how, how are you usually so you think it's too late usually by the time you figure that yeah, out yeah because all of a sudden it's too awkward to throw it in there like it's it's like I have always, late. I, but I've always admired women who can be like in a deep conversation with a guy and often be like, oh yeah, my boyfriend and I go to that place all the time. I can't throw it in like that. It's like I can't br- bring I prefer, it out. I, mean, soul? It, it, I prefer that though because it sucks for like a second and then you're like, oh right, but it's well, now I have, now I'm not gonna have to deal with any follow up. Right. I'm not gonna. Right. Be but curious it's like, why I didn't get a call back or Yeah, it's like a I band-aid. Did. You gotta right. take it right off. Yeah. But I'm always like dreading it and then I just don't. So then it's like So did you get text messages all the time though from no, tons and I mean, tons it of dudes? No, it doesn't happen often. But um, you know, 
Oh yeah, I mean a little bit occasionally. And I'm like, well, okay. and then you, you just avoid them. You yeah, and then I avoid them. I avoid it, and then you're a See, crappy person. It yeah. sucks. And yeah. then the guy doesn't know what the hell happened, which right. is why you're writing this because you're like, what went wrong? It was great. We were talking. Because in the moment for me, it's the easiest, and then I think, oh shit, now yeah. I know it's gonna come. Yeah. And but in the moment, it just was easier for me to just kind of pretend it didn't exist. Well, I just think it's just like that. There's such like a like a there's so much bullshit involved in in, in flirting and dating nowadays. It's like nobody's really forthright with each other anymore right there's so much dancing around yeah uh any actual like i mean i i don't know like at a bar a few days ago i was talking to this girl i thought was very nice and like there was a lot of flirting and then there was a lot of like shoulder touching mm-hmm. where like that's we, great we that's a good sign we've always said that i i thought so too but then i got her number and and i woke up the next morning and i, I saw i had two missed calls at three in the morning i was like whoa that's kind of amazing I sent a text. I said, hey, uh, sorry I missed your call last night. I was asleep. And she Wait, wrote, did you write into our podcast? I swear that's the uh, I've exact never, question no, no, no. that yeah. we have. At 3 a.m. She called you at 3 in the morning. And, and hey, she said, going. she said, yeah, I'm pretty hungover. I'm just going to stay in with the boy today. And I was like, Oh, Wait, what? You right. want to know why she called you at Wait, 3 in the morning? I want to know why she called me at 3 in the morning. I wonder why she was... Well, I know, yeah. but... So, she wants your you penis. Know what? When but, a but no, because DTF, then she like, was super... you got to take it home and bust it down. Well, no, Mo. But, 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 well, I'm at, what I'm trying to figure out, though, is <laughs> why, why is it the next day it's completely cold? Because that's when... Because you, you have a window of opportunity. That's when her conscience kicks in, first of all. And then that's like when she's sober, too. That's bullshit, though. Texting at 3 a.m. and then like... The next day, oh, sorry, just hanging out with my boyfriend. Yeah, well, like, look, what? you missed out on your window. There's a window to bang for some women. Some women are like, I'm in Is a fight. Is that what you wanted, though? No, she could have been, I'm in a fight with my boyfriend, I'm a, or he's an asshole. I'm going to go fuck some guy tonight, and it's wow. going to be awesome. Yeah, maybe. And you are that guy, and she's trying to give you these signs I mean, of Take F- it as a compliment. F- I mean, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm flattered. <laughs> but it could have been that she wanted sex or she maybe wanted to continue the evening. Maybe she was in a fight with her boyfriend and just wanted to like yeah. continue on an adventure yeah. with somebody who may be safe. At I don't 3 know. Yeah. 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 Look, there's only two things going on at three AM mm. waffles and banging. Waffles? I like waffles. Sorry, we can I come over at three AM so, for waffles now? What did you what did what, give was, it up. No? what was your biggest takeaway from writing the article? Do you feel differently now? Are you Kinda. more enlightened? Yeah, or? So what, what can our boys learn? So, 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 so the weird thing is is, is is I feel like from the article, if I learned anything, it's that uh I don't know, just have to make my intentions clearer faster. That's so great that you said that because last that. week for last week's episode, we that was the entire topic of the beginning was stating your intentions mm-hmm, and just, how important that is. Yeah, and then it's like you're both aware of what's going on, and hopefully you won't end up, you know, going home like, oh, how do I do this? So what did did the girls say to you? So they said, I didn't know you wanted to go on a date with me. Well, well, one one didn't. um, One didn't, uh, although I thought it was totally obvious, but she had no clue. Um, One I was, like, friends with for a while, and I, like, kind of had, like, that crush thing that kind of went spiraled, and then, like, we both decided it was not a good idea. Um, one was that girl I mentioned previously, uh, where she was like, no, we should just be friends after we were hooking up a bit. And then, um, yeah, then the, the next was just a straight up no. Have you, have you asked these girls out right off the bat? Like, Hey, I'd like to take you out. Not, I want your number or Hey, look, well, okay. 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 Out. Here's it's- one thing I figured out. Um, if you text or call a girl and you're like, Hey, let's go out sometime. And she's like, we should get a group together. Yeah, that's yeah. an indicator. Abort. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. like that's like oh, you mean you want to hang out with other people? So I like 
So yeah. we're not alone. So we're not alone. Yeah. yeah. So as soon as anybody says, yeah, let's let's get a group together and go out, or hey, let's get a bunch of people, it's like, well, I don't know your friends. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You know. So, but like, so these girls. So I know that you said you learned to to be more clear with your intentions, which is an amazing lesson that that you learned and that people who are listening to this should should learn. Um, but what did they say to you about why oh, they well, didn't see it going to that other, like why that wasn't their intention? They talked a lot. I mean, they talked a lot about height, which was kind of a weird thing for me. I, I mean, I, I'm 5'6", which is short as shit. But um, I, 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 uh, I never understood why height was such a big deal. Oh, me. man, I, I didn't realize that until... Uh, a year ago, that's a really big deal to women. It's well, if, if you're a like lot. tall, no. if, if I don't think if, if you're like the same height, that's fine. But if it, you're super tall, like I'm five ten, it would be physically weird for us to like. I dated a girl who was six two for a bit. I no, was it weird physically when she like was leaning down to kiss you? No. Okay. Well, shit. that's cool. If you're cool with it and she's cool with it, then I think it's fine. I, I, until I started hanging out with my buddy who's six eight, and we'd go to bars, and I'd see how much attention. He wasn't a great looking guy. He was decent looking. But he was always the tallest guy in the bar. When I go and to women a, are yeah. attracted to that. When I go to a bar, I feel like I don't really go to bars as much. Well, I don't really drink a lot. I prefer weed. And uh, <laughs> I can tell. What do you mean by that? I mean, amen. I mean, I support that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm saying we're friends. I get that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. saying you should have brought some in studio. Nah, too much to do today. <laughs> <laughs> next anyway. time, next time. But but when I go to a bar, I feel like I'm in a human corn maze. You know, it's like there's all these people. Yeah. Just, and I'm sort of sliding around them, and the bar is always up to my neck. So I stand up at the bar, and I feel like I'm just like this disembodied head from Futurama or something. That's awesome. Do you use that in your approaches, like to make you it? You should. To that's make it, funny. Yeah, because that's funny. If you like, just like lean your head on the bar and be like, "Hey!" Like. Uh, my new thing is I dress up as the penguin. <laughs> that's funny. Oh God, I had this I have, one I client who, like, everybody called him a leprechaun. So he started like really owning this leprechaun oh character, oh, and no. he would always dress up as a leprechaun, even not on Halloween. <laughs> it was just horrible. Wait, I think I've seen him. Is no, that really? Is he in California? Yeah, he is. He's like... in L.A. Oh my God, I think I've seen him. You've seen the leprechaun? He's a little man. He's he wears, a little man, not a midget. No, he doesn't like wear it but every day. But he wears like a leprechaun suit around. Well, there. I think a couple of times Sorry. he has, but Anyone yeah, else? I don't know. We would have Sorry, to find guys. out who it is. But yeah, he's okay. in Mobile, Alabama. So, so you found that height is important to women? Uh, well, not like all women, but I, I, I noticed that there is the still the dynamic, which is I guess sort of old school. You'd think that it, it wouldn't matter as much, but but it's this old school dynamic that like taller men are sort of more alpha and more controlling of a situation i think but that's an interesting statement that you just made because then it's not about the height it's about the alpha and controlling a situation but i think but i think height adds value it, for I sure think, I, mean, that, I think it does it can, it can i've been i think a lot primal. of guys can can buy yeah, that value for a short period of time by having that height it's like their foot in the door this is my this I is what i this. think like <laughs> as a woman i know that in my mind if somebody said do you want to date a guy who's five foot two and does this this and this and like I'm like, no, I don't want to date a guy who's five foot two. But tell me more about who he is, and let me meet him mm-hmm. and see that he is a leader and he is more alpha. I I may go in a different direction. I may actually be attracted to him. And, and also, you are younger, so you're dealing with women. Well, that's who, another thing. Who I, are, I, oh. I I like I'm, well, I'm 24. I like women who are a few years older than me. Most women I know prefer men that are older than them. I don't really like 
girls that are younger than me that much. I yeah. think you'll start to find as women get older, they start to be a little bit open-minded. Yeah, their standards, and they start to look for different things. That's because one thing I keep hearing a lot. Like, yeah, oh, well, you're going to be so much better when you're 30. But when I was a teenager, everyone was like, you're going to be so much better in your 20s. So, <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's that. there's something to be said for that because you can always look forward to something. Like, I'm going to wear out in two years. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because uh, I'm getting fr- crow's feet. Because it's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. And we're women. But, <laughs> I don't know. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, what basically like women start to realize that all the tall guys they dated when they were 21 to 25 were not all of them, but you know, in certain situations yeah. they were dicks or they didn't live up to their expectations. And all of a sudden they have to take a step back and say, wait a second, I need to change around my priorities. That I'm looking me, for yeah. this guy that is into comic books because I am too. That or, made you know? me like bitter as a kid. I remember like I was a total bitter nerd about that because I was like, I don't want to be like the, Oh wait, Oh wait! Now that we've been wrong this whole time, we'll go to you. <laughs> but that's the beauty. But that's the beauty about getting older, and that's why I mean, people in high school who are doing amazing in high school, I have zero appreciation for, or like, want to be like them mm-hmm. because it's over after that. It's over. Like, yeah. take Mo for example. He was super cool in high school. Cool. Now, now, now look at him. Hell. Now look at him. <laughs> There's a, there's a rap line but that goes, you damn, have... homie, in high school, you was the man, homie. What the fuck happened to you? <laughs> well, exactly. Sure. So it's you like, wrote that yourself? You no, win. Was, oh. uh, but the person who gets better with oh, age, cool. the person who gets better with age wins. It sucks to go through all that crap, but it creates character, and it gives you something to look forward to. I always say marry the nerds, because I'll tell you what, yeah. those are the guys that are interesting, and that have a lot to say, and they're kicking ass. Ashton Kutcher on the Teen Choice Awards, he... Gave a great, actually a great speech last night. He was on some Steve Jobs. Why are you watching the Teen Choice Awards? I was watching it last night, but Whatever. he gave some Steve Jobs kicks. Like he was on a G- Steve Jobs kick, uh, but he said, you know, uh, talking about the three things he learned in life, and one of them was sexy, and his man sexy, and his definition <laughs> of man sexy was being really, really smart. Because smart is sexy. Absolutely. Yeah, but this is yeah. coming from Ashton Kutcher, who is yeah. like, it dropped at hottie. And it's so obnoxious that you just threw Ashton model. Kutcher into this It is obnoxious to hear him say that. Like, it's all about being smart, guys. Like, oh, fuck you and yeah. your jawline. Yeah, okay. Good <laughs> modeling since you were two. He would be nowhere you know? if he was just smart. Anyways. True. I mean, for him, smart is sexy. Well, I, I want to um, answer some questions, because we have a segment, as I said uh, yes. to you before, called Analyze This. So guys have sent us in questions, and I would love if you would participate and answer questions with us. Sure, sure. Okay, cool. So, here is a question from Dylan. Thanks for the podcast. I need your help. I'm in a relationship going on two years. I think she's the one. We're perfect for each other. I love her and her boys, and she's crazy about me and my daughters. It's damn near perfect. Here's the problem. I'm 33. I got married when I was 20 and divorced after I found out she was cheating 10 years into it. After a year and four flings later, I met my current girlfriend. Here's the problem. I never really dated around, and I feel like I've missed out on a lot of experiences. I want to marry my girl, but I can't shake the feeling that I'm missing out. Having not really dated around much, am I missing out? Dating sucks. I agree, yeah, man. You're not missing out. And you found the one. It's perfect. The only your only thing that's stopping you is you right now. Like you, you know what? Like once you find that thing and it works, trust it. Well, there's... I mean, I'll go out with them. We can go to bars and not get in. And then <laughs> yeah. if we don't yeah. get into those, we can go to another bar and um, you know we can strike out with a few girls. But then, you know we can find probably in the end like maybe we'll get 
I don't know. Yeah, into the well, Popeyes. Yeah, I guess like he said he had four flings, right? Four so flings. he was with four women in between this new girl. So that I feel like is experience. That's a decent amount. Yeah. Of time. Look, but like, what is the right amount look, in between? Like, how many experiences should you have in your life? Here's the thing. That feel. Look, the grass is always going to be greener on yeah. the other side. And yeah. For men, this is our curse, and it's the it's what we have to bear the rest of our lives. Because and for always, women too. For women too, but men who have that testosterone and that like I want to spread my seed, you know, primal being feeling going on. Like if you don't get it in, or f- you know, I, I call it, I call it getting it in, right? So for me, I, I have to fit it in again. Like I had my Your girl, deep. and I, I broke up with her because I needed to get it in. I needed to get my fill in. And after I got my fill in, I realized that all girls are really the same, and, and some of them you just want to shut up and put the pillow over their face. Wow! And then you realize like how much you miss your girl so much. You know, that's what keeps me strong in my relationship now is because I've gone through the 30, 40, 50 women that made me want to shoot myself in the head to really realize how But you got to I go through it. those 30, 40, 50 women. Exactly. He's saying he hasn't. The truth is... Four is four is a deep. I four, mean, yeah, I mean, four is nothing to like sneeze at. Yeah, no, I, I think mean, I feel like four flames, <laughs> which is plus, plus a divorce. <laughs> right? Yeah, this exactly. What a yeah. relationship. How old is this guy? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. And how old is his, is a new girlfriend? That he didn't say. They both have he got married. He got married when he was twenty. And they both have kids. I feel like once you have kids, you don't get to like be picky. No, I, no, you get to be picky, but <laughs> I don't think over. you have to be like I'm going to spend a few years playing the field. You don't like get to. I don't feel like you get to have like. But yeah, and I agree. Like, I'd be I'd be weirded out if I. I mean, I wasn't raised by single parents, but I'd be weirded out if like dad had a different woman over every week or mom had right, like, dudes over all the time. That's just what I was gonna say. Like, do you want to kind of set that example? I think he like an like, example like exactly of what? It's the way that you position it. That there's example, a lot of women coming through, and mommy's gone, and like look look what I get to do now that your boring old ma's gone. Is that? But what, let's That's say he, how it let's would come across he, to me as a kid. See, but I let's say he switched it around and he was like, yeah, I'm having a great time. He Maybe he doesn't even show maybe you that he's going kids. out with all these women, but he's going on, on dates and, ha- and he's like really happy when he sees you because he's having lots of sex with different women. Look, I don't think he should be changing what he's doing just to like what his kids might think, but it depends on where he's at. And I honestly think once she, if she has kids and he has kids and then they work together as one family, like how rare is that? Yeah, it's going to be tough honestly, to find. Yeah, I, I mean, think, this is like a Brady Bunch yeah, scenario. Yeah. Go with it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I kind of agree. Like, it, right. it's really hard to find listen, chemistry and partnership listen, with somebody. Go to so. the strip club, throw some money at some women, Don't and then go to realize, the strip club. and then realize, <laughs> like how disgusting you feel afterwards. Mm-hmm. Strip yeah. clubs and are then bummers. Go home to your girl, and you're gonna. I've been mugged at two of them. <laughs> what by the strippers? Kind of. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, kind of. One was in Vegas, and it, and it was like I was with a group of friends, and I and I. Uh, I, it was such a blackout. I think I like passed out in the middle of a lap dance, and then just you know kept charging yeah. for songs over and over again while oh, I was just sleeping in there. And no. I didn't even want to lap dance. It was That's like one of those horrible. you gotta do that. And the other time I, I was see. I was always drunk. That's why I don't drink. Because I, I end up in a strip club. <laughs> there you go. And, and, um, and the other time, I just just these two huge dudes just pulled me out of this booth. And they're like, all right, and they just dragged me to the ATM and like made me take out a bunch of fucking money. It's like, <laughs> like legalized robbery. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, because they can say whatever. I mean, and they, really, once you're in like any of those dances, they can charge you whatever they well, want. Well, that's also why you don't right. show up blackout hammered to strip clubs, because you end up you end up falling asleep for five lap dances. <laughs> yeah. That is crazy. Well, anyway, so for this for this guy who is writing in, so Dylan, I, I think you have a, a great relationship. It's It sounds really strong and wonderful. Um, maybe look at ways to spice up 
your relationship with this woman so that it can feel you like you're getting going to, to church together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> going to church. That would be the, the magic church. key. <laughs> no, but like doing things that maybe aren't like th- this episode's about dopamine, right? Yeah. So start increasing your dopamine levels. And it is hard with kids, but really put in the effort to maybe do something at least once a week that's a little bit adventurous. Um, and I, I, I feel like it oh, sounds we answered like question. We're good. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, we're yeah, done. It's been okay. answered. Let's Shit. move on. All right. Good call. <laughs> I know. I'm a rambler. Okay. So, this is from Jonathan. I seem to be struggling with getting a girlfriend. I'm outgoing. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm outgoing, funny, nice, but I still seem to be put in the dreaded friend zone. I don't know if I am not touching enough or if I'm saying the wrong things or if they are just not into me. So, uh, is ask, uh, so the question that he has basically is. Oh, no. Screw up. Oh, sorry. I didn't edit this one down. Um, yeah, it's a long, a long one. Yeah, it was really long. Uh, Does it have any oh, he said, oh, he said, hey, or they're just. So, what are they doing? What am I doing wrong? Is well, the question. But he didn't. But did he give any context as to like where he usually meets? Yeah. Them so and- I usually go out and start a conversation with the ladies. I do admit I tend to be the type of guy who asks questions about the woman's life most of the time. Other times I banter and come up with funny jokes. Also, I seem to pique their interest because um, their body and feet are facing me. In some cases, touching me, but for some reason, it seems to die out. What am I doing wrong? Is asking about a woman's life a bad thing? If so, why? And what can I do to make things more interesting? Well, it sounds like he's spending way too much time talking to them, first of all. And that's why he's becoming the friend, because it's friend zone talk. And you need to man up and stop being the friend. You need to ask a woman out like a fucking man. I don't know if I believe in the friend zone. I don't. I definitely don't believe in the friend zone. You, you let the girl know right off the top, I'm into you. I want to take you oh, out. I, I don't disagree with you on I'm that. I'm looking for a friend. Oh, I'm not that friend. I'm looking to bang or I'm looking for a relationship so I can't be your friend. I have enough friends. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And then yeah. you move on. The more you shut off the girls who put you in the friend zone, the more you get them out of your life, period. Well, you know what, what I say about the friend zone. I said the only person who can put you in the friend zone is, is you. you. It's yeah. not a woman putting you into the friend zone. And like what you were just saying, you don't agree with it. Maybe you agree with me on this, but I I believe it's actually called the fake boyfriend zone. It's not the friend zone because if you were to act like you do with your friends with this girl, she would actually be attracted to you because you'd be totally yourself, super comfortable, challenging her, teasing her, farting in front of her, right. doing all that normal stuff that you do, letting your real personality out. I think there's a lot of guys that think that if they become best friends with a girl who oh. isn't interested, it's in like them, the back door way in. It's, it's true. Like a secret way to become. You I know, call that nice guy manipulation. You will well, always be in the friend zone too. Because she's always going to look at you like that, yep. no matter what. Yep. So it's, honestly, it's, like you have to make a decision. Like Mo said, like you have to take her out and and take that initiative. And if you're not going to do that, then you know what? Like, well, it all you're comes back to be passive. It all comes back to stating your intentions, really. And not just to the woman, but to yourself. Yeah. You state the intention to yourself. I don't hang out with I don't hang out with a girl unless it's romantically. From now on, yeah. that's well, what, it. What do you have to say about this? No, I mean, I think making your intentions clear immediately is pretty important. And I think, you know, physical contact, all the thing you described. Uh, does he does he escalate at all? Does he ask for a number? That was going to be he, my comment. He, as does it. he make any kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, does he indicate his interest? Does he? Well, it doesn't sound like, well, it sounds like, okay, he asks a couple of questions and he asks about the woman's life and then they have some funny jokes and banter. What I'm picturing, because I, I run a lot of boot camps, okay? So this what one- What kind of boot camps? Um, so I'm a wing girl. So I own the wing girl method and I coach men how on how to understand women so they can attract, date, seduce, and be with the women they want. No shit. <laughs> that. Yeah. Wow. So, but I, so I was in London. And we were on this boot camp. We had like 10 guys with us. And this one guy, he would have the same issue every single time. He would go up to a girl. He would start engaging conversation. He was, he was great and funny. But then he would stick around. 
Yeah. When it when there was a lull, he would just stick around. Yeah. Like so afraid to lose like, that attraction. Like Seinfeld, go out on top. Yeah, exactly. Instead of walking away, and I would watch him just sit there twiddling his thumbs, thinking, "What do I bring up next? What do uh, I bring up next?" And then go into a new conversation. That. That's 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 admittedly a problem of mine sometimes because I don't really know where to end. So I'll keep mm. going until I try to find like a good place to end. But then it's like by then it's been like, all right, you've been here <laughs> ten minutes too. That's long. That's what I do with like eating. I'm like, I need a good last bite, and then I can't get that exact <laughs> good last bite, so I just eat the rest of it, and then I'm totally uncomfortable. You're it's like yeah, heroin, way. you know, right? right exactly. <laughs> just like heroin. You're, tra- yeah. you're chasing the Big Mac. <laughs> so if so. you were so now that you are like separate from interacting and engaging with girls, if you were to think up a great segue to leave right now on your own, what would it be? Leaving, you mean the leave. conversation, like some way to stop the conversation when it's at like a high point. I, I mean, I guess wouldn't that just be to just ask the ask for a number or something, and then just like, all right, thanks for the number, bye. I mean, if you if you you could, but listen, like I know a, I don't like it oh, when okay. that's the end of a conversation. Like if okay. you want to ask for the phone number and you know you do, you can work that into the beginning part of the conversation where you. you I mean, you, how soon would you would you would you even? You suggest? can ask right away. You can start talking, and if you're like, oh my god, you like Chinese food? There's this great Chinese food place around the corner from my house. What's your phone number? I want to take you there. And you take the phone number and you're still talking about it. You're talking about the Chinese food. They have great, like, Szechuan, whatever you want to list out that you really like eating there. You put the number back in and then you, st- you continue talking so that it's not like this big moment of asking for the number. Yeah. Takes oh, yeah. the pressure off you and takes the pressure Makes off Makes it more her. casual. Makes it much more casual. Well, I mean, yeah, usually usually if I, if I, get, a, uh, if I get turned down, uh, I guess it's the same thing but in reverse in a way. I usually don't go, okay, bye, and then just walk away. Right. So I usually like try to like figure out a way to wrap things up. In, so maybe in... give yourself a three minute rule just for you. Just okay. For, okay. Give yourself a three minute rule. I'm going to talk to a woman for three minutes, and as it's getting up to two fifty, I'm going to say, "Oh, you know what? I got to go, but I'll, I'll see you around. Uh-huh. My my friends are over, or something like that." It can, it can be instant. My my husband makes fun of me on the phone all the time because when I am like over it, I I don't <laughs> I don't want it to go into a lull of like, "Oh, so what do you like?" I hate that type of conversation, and I'll just break off immediately, and he'll just be like, "Oh my god, you were the worst." getting off the phone but at the same time i believe i'm making these people want more on the other end and that feels good to me and i got off when i wanted to and i didn't have to get into the boring part of the conversation yeah and you could even set your alarm for three minutes so it, yeah. you know you could have a big old tune go off yeah and, oh, and you <laughs> if someone's calling phone, you you're like, look at your phone and be like shit i gotta go what's your phone number i, I want to continue talking to you but i had to go if you want to do it that way. So that you are in full control. And like as we talk about all the time, it makes you more appealing that you are okay with walking away. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's super sexy. Okay. Like we've we've said over and over on the show, like there's – and we don't totally recommend it. But walking up to a woman and basically just saying like, I want to sleep with you and then walking away. It's not that you should do that, but there's that, oh, my God. And he's gone and now. He's like, gone. Yeah. And the, the woman feels so curious. Why did he not need to stay and talk to me? And and it's it creates just um, a mystique for the dopamine, man. which therefore yes. triggers dopamine. dopamine. Yeah. We're talking about, we were talking all about dopamine, dopamine at the beginning of part of the show. Can you take I, some ecstasy? Or? <laughs> you don't That's need to yeah. because we. I was. I'll recap for you. But um, I was watching this TED talk where this uh, woman named Helen Fisher was talking about how mystery can create dopamine mm. so that if you are mysterious you build curiosity you do something exciting on a date for example that has some mystery in place you can actually increase dopamine in the person that you are going on the date with wow okay let's get to the next question <laughs> i met this girl at jet city improv Ooh. okay where i volunteer at and she is um she's a volunteer as well well 
way to go because now now uh if i don't know if either of them uh, if, if the girl or anyone at jet city listens to this but well uh, let's hope they all do all of them so now What's jet that's city? why he didn't sign his name so he's, he's totally busted now it's probably like three people that's the thing oh no <laughs> is it a place or i don't know jet city yeah. improv okay go i don't know we're doing a lot of promos for it we talk very little and stuff then before i leave i go home i ask for her number hey oh he's saying her name hey blah, blah, blah. what's your number and then she says, I don't know. I just met you. Then I was like, oh, okay. I am leaving, but it was nice to meet you. What does it mean when a girl is not sure about giving you her phone number and just met you or what could have went wrong? Okay, this is not not very good English. But overall, he's saying, yeah. didn't talk to a girl. Went up to her and said, hey, what's your number? So well, no they connection. they both work in the same place? It's like she volunteers as well, but they've never, they, we talk very little and stuff. So they don't know anything about each other. You got to tee it up, buddy. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, what what would you do if another person came up to you and was like, hey, give me your number? Like, you got to like tee that shit up. It's like what those guys did to you with That's the ATM. A, it's a bit of an, This is common sense. Of. I mean, maybe it didn't, you don't think about it that way, but like, come on. Like, And, and you know what? You deserve this because you obviously knew you were into her the whole time you were volunteering. And your lazy ass didn't put in any work to lay any kind of foundation whatsoever. I bet you we didn't put the concrete in there. It was all done already. Well, that's the problem. I think a lot of dudes lay foundation in their brains, but they never actually do it publicly. Like they think they basically come up with this elaborate plan, and then it just in the end it just because it's not natural. Like you can't really. I, I feel like a lot of people try to blueprint out. Uh, like seduction attempts and it's like there has to be a you know it has to be dynamic you For can't sure. really yeah. like plan on how you talk to people because Organic. conversations are fluid yeah so or, why would she give you her number but if, you I, know? I will give the guy credit for being ballsy enough to yeah. ask for the number. So if he can yeah, put but, in but the, the other work is, is that, behind it and around it, then mm-hmm. he'll be getting in a better direction. Yeah. Yeah. For but sure. I mean, I certainly like when, if, if but, someone was that direct with me, it just is like, oh, get away from me. You're but right. if you can ask a girl out without spending three weeks staring at her from a corner, you know, or whatever, right. Right. that right. would be ideal. Right. But she said to him, I don't know. I just met you, which isn't a no, no, it's an I don't know. I just met you, which is saying it sounds like a no to me, but I'm a dude, get, so no. But, see, no, but that sounds like I want to get to know you. Who the hell are you? She it's, is it's saying her way get to of know saying, me. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm gonna give you this other chance. Yeah, like, so start talking. Start talking, right. and right. then he could have. They're an improv. He should have bantery comeback. Yes, and for oh, comments like right. that, well, that would have been funny if he was like, yes, and. Well, there's like, a he, reason why he's uh, volunteering. Yes, you don't know me yet. Right. At the improv, well. he's not in the improv. Right. He's well, you should start taking lessons out. at Jet City so that mm. you can know how to play around with comments like that. Because I, I feel like that's an open comment being thrown. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he missed a big window of opportunity. Yeah. I think so, too. All right, that's all my questions. I got no more. None. I have nothing right. left. So that is the end of Analyze This. But thank you so much for helping answer those questions. I feel like you gave, like, a different perspective, which was really helpful. Yeah. Thanks for it having me. It was kind of nice. Yeah, it was interesting. Actually, I learned a lot yeah, from you. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm actually really glad that you did that experiment. Because um, I okay, so the guys that I work with, I give similar experiments to them. So the one experiment is going online and pretending they're a woman and just see like you know what what kind of setting responses. up a profile like they, you're oh yes yeah, right. As I mean, a woman. people have been doing that on the internet for twenty mm-hmm. years, but so. they actually act out maliciously to try and get money from you. <laughs> but like just to see how people's responses are to set up a profile, mm-hmm. yeah. Just yeah. So, so so a man can get the understanding of what a woman's going yeah. through and how many people are coming at yeah. her and well, what the questions are. And- I, I looked at one of my friend's Tinder accounts, a girl, and it was shocking. And like, she had like 300 messages yeah. at once. Yeah. Well, that's insane. Yeah. And like, and, I mean, she was not like a supermodel. She was like a normal looking human being. She wasn't like uh, like some apex 
predator type. Right. And she was still like the amount of people that were hitting her up were just off the wall. Crazy. Well, I think that guys should um, check you know, out. You, use you as an example. Check yeah. out your article for sure in Vice. But do the same thing that you did and literally ask the past five women that they have approached like why they were rejected. Yeah, but like be nice about it. Yes, yeah. be nice about it, obviously. But thank like, you so be much for being on our show. What's your What's your Twitter handle? Uh, at Jonathan D. Brown. At Jonathan D. Brown. J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-D-B-R-O-W-N. And you have awesome. some stuff coming out soon on uh, Vice, some more stuff as well. Yeah, and... Uh, and you had that Polly Shore article. Oh, I wrote a, Yeah, for... and there's a movie coming out on VOD soon. I have a small part in called Bad Milo with Ken Marino. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on our show. And guys, if you want to send your questions in to analyze this, write to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on Twitter yes. at Ask Women Podcast. And on Instagram at Ask yeah. Women Pod. Yes. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> and men, do something manly this week, please. Man up and just get her. <laughs> Waffles. <laughs> yeah. Waffles. But, um, yeah, so, but we have on our Twitter, we've gotten a lot of um, guys tweeting about how they've bought things on Amazon. They did, but us. But the contest is over. I know the contest is over, but it's still okay. They're showing us that they're doing this, which is amazing for us because it helps us stay on oh, the air. I absolutely. mean, let's face it. This business is all about the money. <laughs> well, let's face it. That's nothing, why nothing we're doing free this. Anymore, okay. Yeah. So and when I, you get on there and you order, it helps us be free for you. Yeah, these three booties, we got to keep it free for, I don't know. Anyway, we so got to keep them tight and lift yeah, it and yeah. then, so we can sit on these yeah. chairs. Properly. And of course, you'll find you'll find the Amazon banner on our Podcast One page. So and what is the link for that page? It is podcastone.com backslash ask dash women there's so many like different I never combinations know forwards no i think it is forward no it's never, backslash okay i never know that's why I always, oh i don't know what backslash or forward slash is. i always hesitate there because i never know if it's backslash or forward slash and then i stutter because i'm trying to figure it out and i should know this by this age you got it yeah and but, so should the people it. who are listening they should know we don't have to ever right. have to repeat that just sentence freaking again google ask women and you'll go to Exactly. And then bookmark that shit. Bookmark it. So then you can just go in and order straight Since from Since you probably don't read like real books and don't have real bookmarks, at least have one bookmark and have it on your computer for our page. Yes. yes. There you go. I like yeah. it. Wait, so what are they showing you on Twitter? What are they so bought? So someone, I mean, I can't remember exactly, but there was a tweet. Someone had like, they took a picture of their computer, like a screenshot, and it was uh, the Ask Women like. Why am I not banners? I saw that. That's awesome. Yeah, they were clicking. You could see their little mouse thing clicking on <gasps> the Ask Women Amazon banner. And then, and then someone sent a picture of of like the items that they bought. And what? I am on that all the time. How do I not see this stuff? Yeah, Maybe I'm not it. looking hard enough. Yeah, you got to Well, how about, how about this? We do a contest now and we'll do it for the month of September. The person that said gets the highest amount that spends the most, they could come on the show and all four of us will give them advice. Ooh, I love that. I like that. Well, we could have them as You a can guest. even have an alias if you want. This concludes another podcast1.com program.